Welcome to Friday, friends. It's almost the weekend, 3 o'clock. If you uh, work until 5 o'clock, two more hours. And I'm going to waste one of those hours with you. Possibly more, depending on what wild hair we get into today. I don't know. But it could be a little longer. You know I never go just an hour. That's true. I don't know how you just stop. Yeah. Thank you, Heather. I mean... Oh, thank you, Heather. Thank you, Thanks, Tracy. Heather. No. Tracy just said, yeah. yeah. Like, how do you how just do you stop? Just, Put yeah. yourselves on. Okay, coming in. There's my daughter. There's <laughs> Tal. Tal. Logan's gone today. Tal, yeah. Tal's got goldfish in her mouth. Um, <laughs> okay. I don't know what else is in her mouth. But, yeah, I don't. how do you – there's Tracy. Yeah. Uh, so, Logan's gone. Vanessa's gone. Heather's going to be in here in a minute because yeah. Heather decided to stay today. But, like, I don't know how people stop. Like, Tom went over 20 minutes last night. Wow. On his podcast. Like, how do you just stop? Unless you're pre-recorded. Right, right. Maybe that's it right there. That's probably Pre-recorded. The, that's probably it. I don't know. I think you figured it out. I don't, I, I'm, a, I'm never going, I, I'll probably never go back to being recorded. Yeah. I'll just stay live. First of all, this is way easier. I know. It's fine. Do you, don't you think it's way easier? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Way easier. Um, so let's kick it, sister. Since you're up and, and on here, let's throw that. Like, like, share, and comment, and all that good stuff. Because right. we didn't do that for we didn't uh, when you Christy was right here. We went it. right into it. You but did. we didn't. Well, listen, we got a lot. We had a lot to talk about. We, so we did. Let's do it. All right. So we've got like and share, and we're going to comment because we've got Facebook and Rumble and YouTube. We've got our own platform called BlackRobeTV.com. You can always go there. You'll see all the different channels. Um, when you do go to BlackRobe, you'll see that we have foundation option, and um, Pastor Tom has his own TLP. And so we've got lots of options there, but you can click on the Hope Hotline. You can subscribe to everything. That would be really great. We love to see our subscriber number go up because we know that you guys are engaged. And also it usually gives you um, an announcement to say like, hey, we're going live, especially on YouTube. Um, They're really good about it. Sometimes Facebook will pop up a notification, but you never know with them because they're very special. Uh, They're woke. (laughs) They're very woke. Uh, We've got in our our send in your questions. Ask hope at the hope hotline dot com. We love those questions. You can send them through Instagram on DM. You can send them Facebook. But um, if you send them to ask hope at the hope hotline dot com, those always come through very quickly. They're easy to see. Um, We've got our merch. Look at you. Go, girl. You just knew it. What I was doing. I know. Uh, Arsenio Hall. I'm doing the hand signal, although nobody can see me. Okay. Um, we've got our mugs. They're available. The QR code is just if you're watching on your TV or on your laptop and you have your phone available, you can scan that with your camera and it will pop up a link and you click on the link and it should bring you right directly there. Um, you can buy that anytime. And then we've got, oh, this is the older one, but it is not coming soon. It is available. So you can go exactly to the same place, which is foundationchurchfl.com and go to shop. And then you can click on the UBU, and we have some, uh, a viewer sent in their shirt today, <gasps> and they got their shirt. So it is getting across the oh, world. I won't tell you who from? the viewer is. is. You don't want to tell us who the viewer is? <laughs> it's my mom. I had a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yep. So, um, <laughs> Did she yeah, get her other package? That's normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're resending her that package. Yeah, look at <laughs> there we go. Norma's resending. Bachki, we're sorry. Bachki, it's coming. It's coming. She's excited. Something happened. But she was excited to get her. Either shirt. we forgot to send it or it's lost in space. It's yeah, one of the two. Well, 
Yeah, either one, gonna, either one. Norma started doubting herself. I, doubting <laughs> I know. Well, I know, and I was going to bring it with me, and then I didn't even think about it. But Bob, she's she's excited. So whenever whenever it comes along, she'll be. She, she loves you guys. So, so um, here's the deal. We got the na- the new order in. I should make Heather go on, but she will not be happy with me because yeah. she, she goes, let's <laughs> not. I'm just saying. Uh, the She just told us the new box of T-shirts just came in that were supposed to be fixed. And they're crooked, too. Mm, not okay. So we got problems. And here's the thing. Two wonderful people have already given to the Hope Hotline. Aww, and you. I need to get them their T-shirts. Yes. So They're coming. Uh, Okay, we might have enough for that. So I'm going to tell Heather who it is, and then mm-hmm. and then we'll get your size, and then we'll go from there. Perfect. But thank you for those two that have already given to the Hope Hotline. We love you. We appreciate you for doing that because, listen, it all helps. Absolutely. Trust me. It just goes right back into the kingdom. We don't really make any money. So right. it's like all you're doing help is is market, market with us, mm-hmm. the, the, the podcast. So. Yes. Because basically what we charge is what it costs. Right. And, and sometimes we lose money. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> we're losing money. Especially when we think we've sent something and we haven't sent that, and then we have to resend it. <laughs> or it gets lost in the mail. It, that has happened too. So whatever. Are we ready to go into the first question or do you get something um, to share? I, and then lastly, I oh, found it. Oh, yeah, I, go ahead, this girl. Is, and we've got our, our spoon and that will be available very soon or is available. No, will be. Is that available, be. Heather? Not. They came, they came in today. They came in today. So the spoon is available. It'll be on the website very soon for you to buy. Yep. Multi-purpose. Yep. Instrument right there. Multi, multi-purpose. You'll cook <laughs> way better and your children will behave like off the charts better. Absolutely. That I agree. They'll be great. I just they'll just from see personal it experience I understand and I know this. Yes. Listen, you know what I should do? Mm. Is walk the halls of Foundation Church on Sunday mornings With your and just pass those suckers out as needed. Okay. To okay. the mothers and No, I'm not using them. <laughs> Heather will. Yeah, I, I I won't unless you sign the waiver. But okay. I'm not doing it. Now, listen, I'm wearing this on purpose today. Okay. I wore this on purpose. And do you know why? Because America mm. needs to stand behind Israel. Yeah. And if you're an American right now, the reason we are blessed and favored is because we are one of the only countries that actually supports and stands behind them. Now, the administration we have right now in there are, like, not and they don't buy, don't buy what they're selling. Like, yeah, I'm going to get it a little political right now. And mm-hmm. if you don't like it, then I don't really care. Because when it comes to Israel, the reason why the, this country has been blessed and the reason why we have been found with such favor is because of our stand in support of God's people. Mm-hmm. And every day, multiple times a day, set your clock if you have to. We need to be praying for that country and those people. And I don't care that you think that there's some stuff going on or whatever. At the end of the day, that those people are God's people. People say, well, the Pakistanians are really God. No, they're not called Israelites. Okay? Israelites are God's people. Okay? That's the, the, uh, the 12 tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. They're all in there. Okay? And Pakistan ain't one of them. Okay? So... 
We need to stand with that country and those people, and we need to be praying for them, a hedge of protection around them, and that everything that they do, that this war stops and that this brutality ends because the Israelite, uh, the people of Israel are not doing the same thing that the people of, um, of well, I, I, I won't, you can't even designate it's one country. That's right. the problem. I was just about to say one, but yeah. it's just found out that Iran supported them. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's all the Muslims, right. really. I mean, if you call yourself a Muslim nation, then you might be involved in mm-hmm. this. So I'm not going to just name one thing because it's yeah. just not true. Yeah. It's just not true. And so we need to be standing with the people of Israel and we need to be praying for them, the hedge of protection around them, those families, the people I, I was thinking today as I was praying for them, the families that lost at that festival. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have Americans that were killed, yeah. but um, the families that lost loved ones, the, the pain and suffering that they're going through, we need to be praying for these people. This is like real. This is, just because yeah. it's not touching you doesn't mean that like there is not real pain and suffering going on it's so funny until until we experience something it's not it's only until then that we have compassion for others that are experiencing or have experienced the same thing do you know mm-hmm. but let us not have to go through this which listen there are m- many people that are saying because of the influx of um of illegals into this country that if you don't think that this is coming to us we're sorely mistaken well, I would say let's resist that. Let's pray that off. Let's make sure that that doesn't happen here, but so that we don't experience what people of in Israel are experiencing. But you like have compassion and let's let's pray for that country, those people, and anyone that's already suffered the loss of a loved one through this whole experience. Let's let's stand and and and, and stand with them and just have. You know, they, they believe in God, but they don't believe in Jesus, okay? We need to, they, they need to be saved. Like, it's important. Even the people that are doing the evil need Jesus. And so, let, let, like, we have the answer. So let us, let's stand in the gap for these people for somehow, some way, the answer to be provided to them, right? Yeah, do you, yeah absolutely. Do, I just, my heart breaks. Yeah. Yep. My heart breaks for this country and really the deception and the deceived on the other side I know. because they're people too mm-hmm. and they're just deceived. How many, we're all deceived to a certain extent yeah. to think like, well, I would never, well, right. you don't know you would never because you never grew up in mm-hmm. that mindset. Mm-hmm. Lots of people um, aren't saved today because they grew up in a home that mm-hmm. we, I grew right. up in a Christian home, so right. I've always known who Jesus was, mm-hmm. but there's plenty of people who grow up in atheist agnostic homes. They don't know who they know. God is or anything mm-hmm. and or they've been taught to reject those things. Yep. And so you don't know. Like you yeah. you're just blessed. That's the only thing and mm-hmm. we want everyone to be saved. Our worst enemy. So um I mean, I you, you look at like uh, Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, we just who who was the one that just passed away from California? What's her name? She was like ninety years old. Mm. Oh gosh, it starts with an F. Hope, think. Mm. Feinstein. What's her first name? 
Diane Feinstein, thank you. Diane Feinstein just passed away. And I literally thought to myself, if she did not get saved, yeah. she is not experiencing the best life now. Right. Like eternity is like she lived high on the hog here mm-hmm. for 90 years. Mm-hmm. Like 90 years is like nothing. Mm-hmm. And now eternity right. and hell. Like we need to like be praying for these people. Mm-hmm. They need to be saved. If they got saved, can you imagine how things would turn turn around for us? I know. That it's really you want salvation so that yeah. things turn around. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> not that that's a question, not that's a hope hotline thing, but you know I it, mm. sometimes that's not what it's about. So Good. Let's just be praying. Let's pray for our, the people of this country. Let's pray for our military mm-hmm. because Lord only knows what's coming ahead. Mm-hmm. And then let's let's uh, really pray for uh, everyone involved in, in in this war. You know, Russia and, and Ukraine right now, it talks about it in Revelation. There will be wars and rumors of wars, right? right? Mm-hmm. And we are living in the last days. Mm-hmm. But to what degree and how long? Who right. knows? I mean, the last days could be f- another 50 years. Right. I mean, it really could. It mm-hmm. could be even longer than that because mm-hmm. a thousand years is like a day and a, and a day is like a thousand years. I mean, God's time is very long right. in comparison to, I mean, a day being a thousand years. Yeah. Like it's a, a day to him and it's a like such a long period for us. So nobody knows. Nobody knows. I wouldn't live in fear. I don't live in fear over it. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I truthful, truthfully believe there's a high probability that he will come in my lifetime. But I also know there's a strong possibility that, you know, I'll be passed away and I'll never see any of this. This is just the beginning of the birthing pains. And my kids, kids might experience this, but my kids might not. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't know. Right. And don't presume that you do. Yeah. Because that's a dangerous thing. Mm-hmm. But we are, I mean, the last days are the last days, mm-hmm. you know. And I really believe we are seeing some sights that people have longed to see. So embrace them yeah. and cherish them and don't be afraid of them. Amen. So. Let's go on the questions. Why not? Okay, so the very first one is, when I'm battling with something, I seek the Lord first and foremost at all times now. But my last battle, I had an episode at our Tuesday Bible study group session, which I'm believing it's your group. It was. It was. Tracy knows who everybody is that sends in. For, well, you don't know everybody, right? No, if you don't no. recognize yeah. the email. I don't, a okay. lot of names I don't recognize. Yeah. So in this case, it's Tracy's Bible study, her and Vanessa's, and I which your there. group is huge. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't there for this. I was, this is when I was traveling. Oh, so, so you were out of town yes. for this one. Interesting. Yeah. So this person, so it has to be a lady. It is. <laughs> I call it an episode. Well, it has to be because I think she talked to. Yeah. Yeah, keep no, going. No, she didn't. No, this, that, that's another lady that I know. So. Um, I call an episode because the Holy Spirit let it all come out in front of about 20 women. I had a breakthrough, which was amazing, and I felt so freed after. And it felt good to tell the women what I was going through that led up to that breakthrough. My question is, I was avoiding venting and talking about my obstacles during fellowship and was strictly leaving it to the Holy Spirit to answer and fix my situation. But that breakthrough led me to talk about it anyways, and I got great advice from my peers. How do I draw the line between venting and asking my Jesus loving group of women for help through prayer, advice, and support versus leaving it in 
leaving it solely to the Lord or leaving it to the Lord solely. Well, I will say this. It depends on what the venting is about and how you vent. And for me, like, and and Tracy, I'm going to let you since this is, well, you weren't there for it, but so for me, like venting, yeah. Like in your group, mm-hmm. a lot of sometimes venting isn't even about another person. It's about a situation that you're walking through mm-hmm. that doesn't involve anyone else, correct? Yeah. Is that what happens in your group? Yeah. Okay. Because I know yeah. that it's a lot of times it's personal struggles that right. involve no one, correct? Right. right. Do you know what this person was venting about? I don't. Okay. I was going to say maybe you can help me out with that. But so. If it's not venting about someone, then I think, like, you can be more free about speaking about it more clearly or going to going to others for help. I mean, depending on the subject matter, um, if it's truly personal in nature, you might be want to be real careful about, because even a group of 20... There's, you don't know everybody, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of yap, yap, yappers that mm-hmm. you think you're sharing something with mm-hmm. that you don't think will share your personal stuff with, and then they go out and they leave, and then they'll talk about it with someone. I, I, your group is, is probably pretty good about that, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, if it comes back to us, it's nipped in the butt, but it hasn't. But still, like you're saying, if it's Cause very it Just because it's your group, that right. somebody's watching that might not be in your group. Yeah. But I don't know everybody that goes to your group. So yeah. I'm going to just say be very careful mm-hmm. about what you share. Yeah. All the time mm-hmm. to anybody because there's a lot of gossips. This is coming from a used-to-be gossip mm-hmm. that, like, man, if I would have been in that group and I was hearing you back in the day and I wasn't, like, how, who I am today, mm-hmm. I've been like, <laughs> here we go <laughs> this is awesome yeah. yeah you don't want to share that without those kinds of people right. and there's a lot of them right there's a lot of people that don't know gossip's a sin yeah like yeah. that will send you straight to hell mm-hmm. so you got to be really careful about that um because a lot of people will go home and share it with their spouse mm-hmm. and your business is your business and you gotta you don't want that shared with a lot of people now, I will say, if you're married and you share this, share personal information about you and your spouse, or you share about your kids or another friend, and you're venting about a situation, whatever, that involves another person, check the motives of your heart and why you're venting about this. First and foremost, maybe you really want to get advice but also there might be another reason why you want to get advice. And that's because you're frustrated or irritated or angry or bothered or whatever. And if that's the case, don't, don't share it. Because the, the placement of your heart and the condition in which it is in when you're speaking needs to be very pure at all times. Especially if you're involving someone else in your conversation because they are not there to defend themselves, to give their side of the story that might even corroborate what you're saying. Um, It's our job as Christians that if we're going to talk about someone else and we're going to bring another person into a conversation and they're not present, but they're involved in the situation that we're talking about, 
It's to always make sure that that person is conveyed in the best light. We, um, we have to be really careful about people's integrity and character and making sure that they're n- not that you do damage control. That's not what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that you talk about somebody that's not true. But at the same time, if you're going to speak negatively about somebody and they're not there to give their side of it, when you discuss this, you might need to leave some things out, especially when it's in a group. Um, Because protecting people's character is super important. You, we do not, um, how do I say this? We preserve people's integrity and character and we preserve them at all times. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because once you utter something that's either your perception and it's not true, because I can tell you this all the time, people have literally said stuff about Tom and not myself thinking they knew what was exactly going on Somebody told them something based on their understanding. And by the time it got back to us, it was not even close to how things, how things were. Right. And it was all lies. And people bought into it. Now, thank goodness somebody came to us and they were like, well, what's your side? Because that's biblically what you're supposed to do. What's your side of this? Because I'm just going to come to the source. Thank goodness they did because we were able to say, that's not how it happened. And listen... People, when things go down here at Foundation Church, I have a paper trail. I can pretty much prove my side of things. I make sure that happens because I know how things go down. I know how lies happen. And so for the most part, if it's at all possible, I make sure that there's a trail so that whoever's been doing the lying, not that I, God will always vindicate, but that's one of the ways I can vindicate is because I have a, a trail of, of things, of this, a timeline of things. Like if somebody, has, there's been people who have been very deceptive about what they've done. And I have timelines. I keep it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I snapshot if I have to. That timeline does not add up with what you're saying. Right. So what you're saying can't be true. I mean, that's what you do. Okay. But even, but I would not, I would not discuss those things. And I do not discuss those things. Mm-hmm. Unless it's come to me. And even if a situation arises in this church and we have to name names, and this is what I'm going to tell you. If you have to name names, um, do it as a last resort. And if you're venting about someone or something, don't put their name in it. And don't even make it so that it's obvious who it is. Um, So that, again, you can preserve that person um, if need be. If we have things that happen here at the church and we have to discuss it with the the staff are usually the only ones that know. And then sometimes the staff don't even know Mm -hmm. because depending on the situation, again, we preserve people. That's our job. That's how we stay pure. And for me and Tom, we want nothing to destroy the anointing that God has us walking in. The power and authority, I mean, is, is talking about someone and... Uh, getting your getting your thrills off of that has 
amazing as laying hands on somebody and seeing them seeing their healing, seeing them seeing them recover, walk away from depression, anxiety or whatever. I'll rather have that all day long than ruin my the anointing of being able to do that so I can talk about somebody or vent. Do you know what I'm saying? So always be super careful about when you're venting and it involves someone else that you stick pretty much to you and you don't mention them if it's at all possible. Be super vague because gossip is pervasive. It's a cancer. And you don't want to participate in the gossip. You don't want to be the reason that somebody else is gossiping either. So uh, don't ruin your, your spiritual growth and don't ruin your walk with God. If it's going to, if, if you venting potentially will make that happen, then just leave it between you and God. Shut up. Leave it between you and God, and he'll help you figure it out. If it's not, and you can't figure it out, then talk to somebody. Always know that you can go to your husband, though. See, mm-hmm. that's where the gossip ends. For you, the, the, you can always talk to your husband about things, and um, spiritually speaking, hopefully he's spiritually uh, mature enough to be able to help, but you might not be married to somebody who's saved so that's going to be a problem that's where you go to maybe the leadership like in uh tracy's group it's vanessa and tracy so maybe that's where you go to them and speak privately to them about it and then still don't name names mm-hmm. yeah be super careful with that stuff though i mean but uh, you're talking about a person i'm very private i i'm mm-hmm. like super private about things now tom is not Anything goes True. with him. True. He'll tell you pretty much anything, and that's not me. That's true. Uh, what did you say? That's true. Yeah, that's and I'm true. not. Yeah, you're not. I'm like, I'm not, because I'm like, because I know people. Yeah. You say one thing to them, and they don't like it, they'll use it against you every mm-hmm. time. So I give no one ammunition as best as I possibly can, because, like, the words that you say, they use against you. Mm-hmm. You tick somebody off just enough. And they're going to use those words against you, even though the, the, the way you're saying them not be the way that they want to use them against you. It's like they're yeah. just waiting to give you that little. And I don't do that. I know. I don't, good. I, don't, I don't give people the opportunity. But I also don't do that to other people either. Right. If you tell me something, I'm not going to use that against you later. I only do that to Tom, <laughs> <laughs> which I got corrected last week. But Heather goes, oh, I don't, I try, that's not cool. So, yeah. what'd you say? True. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. Next question. Do you want to add anything to that, um, um, Tracy? Because no. you look like you might. Well, she reached out and did tell us like more what it was about. But I think like how you answered it was really good. So I asked her if it made sense to her. Um, but it was basically about, um, her family and it's a different religion and they want to come and visit for the holidays is what she Oh, was. so that's what she, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's and a good said, thing to bring up and ask a question about. So yeah. it really didn't involve anybody. Right. It's just in general. Yeah. But that yeah. was good because people do vent about other people. So it was good that you touched on that too. Yeah. Because this was more of a specific Because normally people talk about other people Absolutely. when they're venting. 100%. It's not, it's not. Yeah. When you're venting, normally it is about someone, mm-hmm. but, um, so she was, she's watching. Them. Yeah, she is. Well, I love you. I love you Great too. Great question. Yeah. Lots of good ones. All right, let's go. Okay. 
What exactly would be considered lust? Well, isn't this a special question? Norma goes, yay. (laughs) (laughs) Let's look at the definition of lust. See, you know what? People ask this question because they want to know how far I'm judging right now. Okay? Just so you know, I'm just putting it out there. I'm judging. But a lot of times we people, not maybe you, but a lot of times people ask this question because they want to know how far they can go before they've crossed the line and they lusted. Yeah, absolutely. Correct? Yep, 100%. Yep, yep. How about you just don't get close to the line? Yeah, Don't do it. How about you just get, I mean, it's just like Tom was saying, um, I don't remember where he was saying this. It might have been when he was preaching this past week. Like, literally, if girls on TV come on that are like cheerleaders, Mm -hmm. he does this. (laughs) Him and Tommy. Tommy's famous for doing this. He looks down. (laughs) Will not do it. That's not getting close to the line. True. That's actually guarding your heart and your eyes and not being willing to go, let me see how far I can actually get before I, you know, go, mm-hmm. go too far. Okay. You don't go there. Because once your mind hits that, the imagination is warned against. I tell you guys this all the time. Mm-hmm. Your imagination is warned, warned against. There's a reason why. You plant that seed, mm-hmm. it's coming up. It's coming up. So what is the definition of lust? Usually, okay, this is what the definition is. Usually intense or unbridled sexual desire. An intense longing to have an intense desire or need. That describes it pretty much. Now let's look. What are you guys laughing at? These girls forget that we're live. (laughs) What is that? They're forgetting that we're live. She's like cleaning off the microphone, but it's okay. It's oh. <laughs> so Talia's, I'm talking about lust and Talia's over there cleaning the microphone. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, I love it. We're like on a delay, so they're watching themselves. <laughs> That's what I get for having two youngins in here. <laughs> okay, sorry, keep going. It's good. You're doing great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Oh, that's funny. Okay, let's look at scripture. <laughs> I'm like over there, and you guys are like laughing so hard. I'm like, what are they laughing at? Is somebody over there horn dogging it in the uh, in the and. I know what that means, and I know it's not a great description, but that's what I thought was going on. Somebody's over there putting something in the description or or put something in the uh, Bible. I'm just saying. I'm like, did somebody put something over there that Talia's having to no. answer? And I'm like, that no. she can't answer that question. <laughs> so that's the reason why she was laughing so hard. No, Little no, did I no, know no. she was cleaning just, the microphone. Just in their own I'm world. just staying, trying to stay informed. That's all. <laughs> you know what I just realized, guys? Mm. Whole another topic. Mm, okay. But the last time I wore this shirt, my arms were so fat that they were this shirt Look was how tight. loose that is on you. Wow. People falling away to nothing. <laughs> Norma's, what, Norman, Lucy Goosey? No. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again, this question. This question it's know. bringing out the best in us. But I just noticed, like, my this thing is loose on me, guys. Very. 
I had so much fat on my arms. I I should show that picture that I'm, crystal. I'm, I'm oh that, that crystal. One. You, no, we got no, rid no, of no. that. No, I I I'm not going to. I should show that Chris that picture that Crystal had taken down from everything, everything. at the river because I look like I I literally look as like I was about to take off. Oh my gosh! Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. My, uh, my, was, my arms were so. You know what? My my nanny and my grandma Fanny had arms like that. Like I used to play with them while I was sitting on the rocker. I used to like they'd lift up their arms and I would just, you know, I should have known. Listen, hope that's gonna happen to you. Oh my god, lose some pounds, girl. <laughs> lose the pounds. I have the wings are gone. No, they're not completely gone, but they're getting better. Yeah. Thank you, Norma. Yeah. Now, very, very toned. like, look. I know it's loose. You be you, people. You be you. You be you. This girl's losing weight. You are. And if you would like to buy our merch, (laughs) (laughs) it's available now with the QR code. (laughs) You be you. (laughs) Great marketing. Great marketing. (laughs) Great marketing. So let's get, oh my gosh. You know what? It's amazing to me how people that I love so dearly don't realize I'm doing a podcast and call me and that Jack set my computer. God, I love you. And this person's going to, he's my contractor, so he's really going to get an exception Mm, to the rule. Yeah. Because he's calling me probably to give me some news. But, dude, Dude, you forgot. I got a podcast. Yeah. So let's go back to lust because that's really what you guys want to hear about. (laughs) We now know the definition. But let's look at the Bible, because the Bible's going to tell us what lust is, and I've made lists to help out. And then, listen, the ladies to my right, which looks like I'm saying to my left, because they're really over They're really my right, your left, okay? But I, I can't do it that way. They're really over here. Am I doing that right? Yes, they're really over here, but it looks like they're over there, okay? So girls... Add to it when it's time. Okay. All right. Matthew 5, 28. And we're going to use all New King James Version. So if you're following along, and unless you can turn some pages really quick, Matthew 5, 28. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Now that goes for married men. Okay. But women are starting to be like this. And so, women, I say to you, it's just not him. You need to be looking at yourself because you can lust at men. I made some lists. So, if you're married and you're looking at the opposite sex lustfully, and lustfully means an intense longing, an intense or an unbridled sexual desire, and sexual desire doesn't mean intercourse just intercourse. It can mean you want to kiss them, you want to pet them, you, you want to do anything, right? It can be all those things. Um, or you have a need to want to be with them, right? It's not good. Let me give you some examples. Women lusting after um, men for you is like reading those love novels, those romantic love novels, right? 
those romance, they're called romance romance novels, right? Mm -hmm. Where you're daydreaming about someone in your head that isn't your husband, but you're literally dreaming. You're using your imagination to think of a man that you have created in your head that is not your husband. That's lust. You should not do it. There was like, there was this movie out, man, people were going crazy back in the day. What was that thing called? Oh, Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah. I think is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. I cannot get over how many people, Christians, were reading those books. I mean, first of all, it was like there were some things that were going on in those between the man and the woman that were abusive. Yeah. And it was, per, I mean, come on. Like, what are you thinking as a Christian watching that or, or even reading that crap? Mm-hmm. But lots of them were. They even went and watched the movie. What was that movie about um, the Chippendales dancers? What was that movie? What is it? Magic Mike. Magic Mike. Mm-hmm. Christian, Christians were watching Magic Mike. Yep. How in the world do you know that, my daughter? Paige Lage. Oh. <laughs> Good to know. Like, they're saved. Yeah, but like, what are you doing watching that nonsense? Mm-hmm. It's not good. Um, so, women, if you're using your imagination to fantasize about being with someone of the opposite sex, you're lusting and you're married. And everybody will get all ticked off. Women look at porn and it's rising, but the true, it's rising the level of, of, uh, women that are, are watching porn, but men watch it. And that's, the, the Bible says it's just as bad as committing adultery. So women, you're all teed off that your husband is is looking at porn and you're, you're like, he's committing adultery, but you're sitting there watching Hallmark and fantasizing about the guy in Hallmark, even, even Hallmark movies. Like, not that they, they're very pure to a certain extent, but Lots of people look at those and romanticize, what if, if, what if I was with a guy like that? I wish I was with a guy like that who talked to me like that or treated me like that. I, I, I know women who watch them and they love, even though they're pure, as far as there's no, um, like soap operas are so filthy dirty. Like women who watch, uh, you're, you're fantasizing women uh, who are watching uh, soap operas. What would life be like if I was married to a guy like that? That guy that you're fantasizing about that's like playing that role, he does his wife doesn't even get that guy. <laughs> I mean, come on. So and you could do something about that. I mean <clears throat> you can. You can do something about that. You and your spouse can make things so that it's as good, if not better, than a soap opera. It's not real those stuff is that stuff isn't real. It, have a relationship where God is the center of it, and that's more romantic than your mind can conceive or your heart can even know. That stuff is not, that's not what's real. But you put God in the center, watch out how romantic um, things actually are. Because the next question that somebody has is actually proof of this. Mm, yeah. So men look at porn, women look at porn. Guys, if you go to the beach or if you're going anywhere and a girl is dressed hardly at all um, or in bikinis like on the beach and you're staring at, staring at them and looking at them inappropriately, 
Okay, that's lust. You're undressing women in your mind. That's lust. You guys can think of anything else? Like, that's just a few that I thought of, but yeah, no, can you think of any? Did I cover them all? Yeah, no, it's good. I actually heard something once, and I copied and pasted it, and it's it goes, like, in a different vein, but it's interesting. Yeah. Um, he talked about Eve um, considering that the fruit was delightful to the eye, and... Yes, but, I, yeah. I, I even read some of this. Did you? Yes, I didn't even talk about it, but now that you are... Do it because and, I read something about this as far as okay. lust, and I actually loved it. I did too because it, like how you started it out was like people are asking this question because they want to see how close they can get to the line. But if you even like consider this lust, what Eve did, then it's like yes. what we're talking about with it being like a sexual, like lustful of the eyes. That's like, I mean, this is like a whole nother level, but even Eve. So basically it says as Eve considered the enticement of the serpent, she observed the fruit. Yep. And among the things she said, a delight to the eyes, which is Genesis three, six. Of course yes. there is nothing inherently wrong with something being pleasing to look at, but Genesis three is the record of history's most inf- infamous sin. So yes. we may safely conclude that Eve's longing looked upon the fruit and delight was done with a lustful eye. And it was, was uh, a covenant glance, a longing to have something that was not proper for her to possess. Well, this is where we're going to go. Lust doesn't yeah. always involve sex. Right. And I talk about that, but I didn't yeah. go down that. I'm glad you... Yeah. I mean, I, isn't that interesting that you so read that? Yeah. I read that and I went, that is actually factually yeah. true. Right. And it starts from the beginning. Like, starts so from crazy. the beginning. Yeah. And all of us, and, and one of the things that... Um, it touched on when I was reading it is we're all at at it adamic adamic no adamic adamic I think is how you pronounce it we're mm. all from from Adam mm. and it all starts there yeah because the heart is deceitful above all things right and when he did that mm-hmm. see she's the one that lusted and he's the one that was weak because right. he was standing right next to her the whole entire time mm-hmm. and didn't say stop it right and he's the one that actually knew that that God did not say you can't look and touch. Mm-hmm. It was you or touch and eat. Yeah. It was you just can't eat. Right. And he could have fixed that. He could have said yeah. no, say, no serpent. Yeah. That's not what God said. Right. Yeah. But he was weak. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like at all, his weakness led to to such like pervasive sin. Right. I know. And it's interesting. It's a woman, too, because most people will think lust and think men immediately, you know, and then right at the very beginning, it starts yep. with a woman. It starts with a woman. Interesting. Which ultimately ends with man. Because, <laughs> yeah. listen, I, Tom always says this, mm-hmm. like if somebody fails and you're like the CEO of a company mm-hmm. and he puts this upon himself, right. but he's like when somebody fails and you don't fix that failure, mm-hmm. it ultimately stops at the top yep. because everything ends there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because Absolutely. that's where it could be fixed. Yeah. And ultimately it ends with Adam because mm-hmm. he should have, he was, he's the CEO. Right. He could have, he could have stopped all of it. Mm-hmm. The failure could have ended if he would have done yep. his job. Yep. It's just like a lot of times that's why you have to put people in leadership mm-hmm. that can respond and answer the call and be strong in answering the call. Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, ultimately, it's going to go all the way up to the top. And right. if that, that person's not strong enough to handle it, mm-hmm. 
then there you go. Yeah. You had a, you got problems. So. And like choosing to be under that leadership too is really important to yeah. see like how, if you're going to choose to be under leadership, if they're not responding that way, is that where you want to put yourself? Yeah. Do so you really nice. want to be under that? Right. Cause I've left being under leadership mm-hmm. that was like that because I'm like, you're, you're weak, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't handle being under weak individuals. Mm-hmm. You have to be strong because you don't know what's coming your way. And I'm not talking spiritually. I'm talking in business. I have left companies because the people that that were above me were so weak Mm -hmm. that I'm like, I can't do this. Like, they can't even stand up for the team that they have because they're weak. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a big deal. So 1 John 2.16 says, For all that is in the world, the lusts of the flesh... The lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. So this is where this scripture really plays into what Tracy was just saying, the lust of the eyes. That was the problem with Eve. Her eyes saw something she wanted. There was wisdom in what she felt like, if I eat that fruit, I'll be smart. I'll be wise. Mm -hmm. She coveted and lusted after wisdom instead of, being satisfied and content with, with, where God had her. So the lust of the eyes. It's not just sexual. Um, we, can, we can want things that we see. And I made a list. Money. Huge. The love of money is the root of all evil. Not money. And people mistake this all the time. They'll say money's evil. No. Money is not evil. The love of money is evil. And this is one of the times I was talking to Tom and I was telling Tom, we were driving down the road one time and we were talking about how people um, love money. And I told, I was saying to him, people, people always think that that scripture is for the rich. It's not the rich because if it was, then, then the middle class would never have caved to COVID. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't have. Um, and he was like, oh, my gosh, I never thought about that. They love middle-class people, even the poor. They will lie. The poor will lie to get money, all right? Mm-hmm. If they're on welfare and they need more money, what do they do? Mm-hmm. If they need food stamps, they'll lie. They'll lie to make sure that they keep getting what they need. Or, like, have you ever known somebody, because I have, who they'll be on Section 8, Right. You're not supposed to have anybody living with you on Section 8. If you're the person, it's a one-income family, and it's a single mom, and she's got her two kids, right? And Section 8 is based on how much you make, right? Or how much little you make. But then you meet a guy. Somebody else is calling me again. It's the same person. God bless. If Then the woman, can you call him for me? God bless you. Then um, you meet. Then you meet a guy, and he moves in, and now you got a two-income pa- family. But you don't call up Section Eight, and you don't say, "Hey, listen, I got my boyfriend living with me. Now my income is actually this, or I got married." But you can't be married mm-hmm. on Section Eight, so you don't get married, right? Yep. So you're living with your your boyfriend. You're both living off of his income and your income, and your two kids. And you lie because you want that money, the love of money. You want to keep as much money as you possibly can and pay as, as less as you possibly can. People don't understand. They always think it's the rich. The rich, the love of money 
who talks about how a rich man, well, it'd be hard for a rich man to get into heaven through the eye of the needle, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, is the poor, the middle class, and the rich, they all love money. All right? That's the evil part. If you just look at money as a tool, though, mm-hmm. and that's the proper way to think of it, money is a tool. Money is a tool to get, spiritually speaking, to where you need to go for the kingdom. That's how you have to look at it. Otherwise, it will literally rule you. And money is not a good ruler. It is not. It's, it's actually very poor. And you'll, you'll die for the sake of it. You'll lose your salvation for the sake of it because it'll lead you to things, to be desperate to do things that if you don't have it, you're afraid. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Not having money makes people fearful and worry. Mm-hmm. It says in the Bible that worry leads to sin. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so don't worry. Yep. You want to say something because I can see it. No, I'm working on a shirt right you're now. You're working on something? Yep. Okay. So listen, uh, so lust of money, material possessions, houses, cars, your physical appearance. I know I was mm-hmm. just talking about how my arms look in my, my shirt. <laughs> but I'm just saying, some people lust. They'll do one plastic surgery after another plastic surgery after another plastic surgery. They're always going to look like they're never satisfied with their appearance because they want the attention of others. So if they look a certain way then they will have that person's attention or they will have the attention of many. That's And looking at somebody lustfully. All right, let's go to the next one. 1 Corinthians 6.18. It says, Flee sexual immorality. Every sin that a man does, it's outside the body. But he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body. So... Here's the thing. Like sexual sin is the is the sin that they that the Bible says that you actually commit against yourself. You'll sin and you'll lie, right? If you sin and you lie, that it affects you, but it doesn't affect you affect you physically. The sin, but the sin will affect others as well. And then, and sexual sin also can do this, but sin against your own body. Here's where it's sexually transmitted diseases. Too many partners can cause you to not be able to perform sexually, sexually, especially men. Like men who, I've, I've heard this, uh, I've known this to be true. Men that have had multiple partners, that when they have to settle down with just one, it is extremely difficult for them to be able to do that. And to stay faithful because new is always the flavor of the day. And so at some point, there is like issues to sexually be able to perform. Thus, the reason Viagra is at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. Pornography, being a workaholic, but workaholic can cause, being a workaholic can actually cause you to have Sexual um, problems as well. But why are you a workaholic? Love of money. Mm-hmm. You can get prostate cancer from uh, too many sexual partners, believe it or not. There's multiple things that being uh, sexually 
permissive damages you, damages your own personal body. Proverbs 6.25 says, Do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her allure you with her eyelids. That's prostitution. It's, it's like, a, or it's like a women, this could go either way, a women who dress inappropriately to get men's attention. It's also like um, uh, men who creep into women's ho- households, um, buy them things, treat them super special. They're saved, and then all of a sudden he's not saved, but now they're, and now they're not saved because he has, he's treating you so great. And he's everything you've ever, ever wanted in a man, except for being saved. And now that lust of having that, the, the, the want to have a certain kind of lifestyle, that lust for that lifestyle has caused you to walk away from God. And, and, now, and I, I cannot tell you how many women I know that... Um, fell for this, got married to the guy, and now live a miserable existence in, in, a, in a home where they're having to raise their children like a single mom because the husband is either barely saved, if saved, and isn't much of an example for the kids. So now they're fighting for their kids' salvations. Or the guy ain't saved at all. They go to church by themselves and now you're fighting to keep your kid kids saved because one family member lives like the devil and the other one lives a Christ like um like a Christian. The problem is is I mean really that's why a house divided cannot stand. And truthfully a lot of times kids will go the way of um permissiveness. They'll go the way that anything goes. Like I'm allowed to do that. I'm going with that guy. That's how it'll be. There's no restraining. And the narrow, if narrow is the way and there are few that be that find it, listen, you live in a home where the husband's not saved or the wife's not saved, you got a better chance if the husband's saved and the wife's not of the kids because biblically speaking, that's just the facts. And then statistically speaking, you add that to it, well, that's another fact. So um, But usually it's not the case. Usually it's the woman that's saved, the man is not, and she's fighting tooth and nail. The kids are going to go with him as far as the lifestyle. They just are nine times out of ten. So don't get involved with a man that's not saved. Just don't do it because your life is going to be hell on earth. It really will be. Some of you may say, well, I'm involved with a guy. He's a great guy, and it's not hell on earth for me. We're making it work. Well, you're rare. Okay, and I don't really believe you. That's just the truth. First Peter two eleven, beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims, abstain from flesh, fleshly loves, lusts which war against the soul. So that's a warning. First Peter two eleven is basically a warning. Don't do it. Whatever would cause you to lust, stay away from it. Don't get close to it. Don't get close to the line. See how far you can get. Just stay away from it. There's nothing good that comes from it. Not one good thing. And I can just tell you, any seed that's planted, like men that have affairs, it usually started with them looking at porn 
or flirting with someone at work or something like that. Do you know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily work, but yeah. no, uh, yeah, you I may agree. maybe you have a like a a hobby. Oh, so, oh my gosh, oh. Circle K. I've known people who have had affairs from just going to the gym. Yeah, oh yeah. They go to the gym, yeah. they meet there, because we go to the gym, and we see the same people mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. So you go to the gym, you uh, work out. Like, I remember this couple, I'm, I'm thinking of them when I'm saying this. I remember this guy, he was a great guy. He, um, when I was younger, I went to the gym for a very short period of time. I went to the Y. Mm-hmm. I would go to the Y, and I would see this guy, when I first started going, he was just a guy, married, whatever. Then this girl ends up coming to the gym. He doesn't know her, but he starts making small talk with her. Mm-hmm. And then every day I see them getting more and more comfortable with each other. Mm-hmm. Ends up, they ended up having an affair. Yeah. That's how easy it happens. Mm-hmm. But I would guarantee you the odds are that guy was looking at porn yeah. because it's a seed that's planted. And once that seed starts growing, it doesn't stop. Yeah. There has there is an end result. Either you stop looking at porn yeah. and then you then your marriage is you, you clean up you, yeah. so now you're right. enticed by your wife. Yeah. Or you keep looking at that porn and a porn a picture ain't gonna do it for you anymore. You meet just the right person who responds to your um advances correctly, and the next thing you know, mm-hmm. You're having an affair. Or you may not physically have an affair. You emotionally have an affair. Mm-hmm. Which is better than a physical one. But I'll be honest with you. I wouldn't like Tom Tom talking to some female. Sharing his de- deepest innermost feelings and thoughts with. Right. Yeah, that would not fly with me. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I wouldn't do that with a guy. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. So just be very careful. One Mm -hmm. last question, and then we're going to close out. Okay. Because I want to get to this one. It says, hi, Hope Hotline. I have a silly, hopefully, this is is the reason why I want to do this one. Mm -hmm. I have a silly, hopefully fun question to answer, and if it's not podcast appropriate, feel free to just reply to my message. My, I find my husband super sexy when he speaks his prayer language. Do I need deliverance? (laughs) Heck no, you don't. (laughs) And Norma goes, I don't blame you. You don't know. Oh. Oh, so she's saying, Norma is saying that when she's been attracted to somebody, if she saw them speak in tongues, then she was attracted to them even more. Well, I'm going to tell you, like, I think it's hot as crap. And that's why I was saying, like, those romance novels and all that stuff, watching Hallmark, it's nothing. Like, get God as the center of your relationship, and that's way more romantic. Mm-hmm. Heather, I mean, uh, Tracy's shaking her head yes. That is yeah. way more romantic. Right. Way hotter. If you're, when you're praying together, yeah. the whole thing. It's way re- more. It's real. It's not like pretend TV. No. <laughs> it's like it's real not. life. And then it's like to see someone love God. Yeah. And then you're following them, yeah. and they're like the spiritual leader of your home. Mm-hmm. That's hot. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I mean, I think it's hot when Tom comes it, it comes back to bed locked and loaded. He's secured the house and stuff like that. Yeah. But praying right. or him speaking in tongues mm-hmm. or, like, even seeing him pray for people, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, that's way sexier than any romance mm-hmm. novel ever, hands down. So we'll finish 
finish reading the question. When we are praying for something, especially healing, I have to refocus during prayer because it's so distracting how sexy I find <laughs> I love it. Is this okay to feel 100% girl? Yeah. Heather, do you feel the same way? I mean, do you think that's super attractive to see Travis? Like, even like when he's speaking to his men's group, you see a picture of him speaking. You're like, that's hot, right? Okay, you're not by yourself. Like, you're, right, Jer? Like, Yeah, 100%. That is super attractive to have a man that just loves Jesus, like, with everything. Nothing better. Um is it, it's just him fully submitting to the Lord that I find super attractive because I've prayed about this our entire marriage when it was lukewarm, going to church only on holidays, only holiday Christians, and we've been together since I was 16. <gasps> I know. And you still feel that way. I know. Hopefully you're in your 20s. She's not. Hope I know how <laughs> sexy you think Pastor Tom is because of his love for the Lord, and he speaks about that about you very often, so I'm sure you know exactly how I feel. I do, girl. I know exactly how you feel. Right. Go with it. Yeah. Ride that wave. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and listen, pray tonight and just get it on. <laughs> Have fun. And Norma goes, ooh. <laughs> listen, it's all, it's, that's what's real. That's what's real. It's real. Yeah. Make up, some, make up something that's injured. Like go and, hit your, go and hit your head on something. Have them pray for you and then have a field day tonight. Oh my gosh. On that note, do you need Jesus? <laughs> if you're married and your wife's a Christian and you're not, listen, get saved today cuz listen, you'll get lucky more than you even can imagine. That's that's the there truth. You go. And women love that, guys. Women love a, a guy that loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. They do. Even women who like to be in control of things, truthfully speaking, they would rather, if they would just, if they would control their flesh, they would much rather see you in charge. It's just they have problems that they got to overcome too. So if you, don't, if you don't know Jesus or if you've walked away from the Lord and you need to get your life right, just say this simple prayer with me right now. Heavenly Father, I come to you. I thank you for what you did on the cross. I thank you for dying for my sins. I thank you, Lord, that through your Um, dying on the cross, there's healing, there's financial prosperity, and there's salvation provided to me. I receive all of these things. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you to be Lord of my life. I will live for you forever. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. If you said that prayer, let us know. We want to uh, pray with you. We want to support you in finding a good church, getting you you tied into something good, send you a Bible, whatever. Whatever we can do to help get your start, get you off to a really great start or recommitted to a really great start, let us do it for you. Um, You got friends here. We love you. And I thank you so much for um, watching today. Have a fantastic weekend. Hey, listen, here in Florida, Mm -hmm. next week, it's cooling down, baby. Praise God. You might see me in a sweater. I don't know. (laughs) Have a great weekend. See you on Sunday if you attend Foundation Church. Bye. Real talk.